Imagine not knowing what your income would be each week. Financial planning would be a nightmare. Almost 90% of Vision's income is free will donations. When supporters commit to monthly giving, it provides greater certainty when budgeting for regular expenses and weighing up new opportunities that arise. Knowing we can rely on regular gifts each month takes some of the guesswork out of operating a faith ministry. Monthly givers who share our mission are called Visionary Extra Mile Partners. And right now, you're invited to join this growing group of faithful supporters. The amount of your tax-deductible monthly gift is completely up to you. What is most important is knowing that you are standing with us to reach Australia for the gospel. Click the banner at vision.org.au or in the Vision app to find out more about becoming a Visionary Extra Mile Partner. It only takes a few minutes, but will have an eternal impact. Vision. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. A good friend of mine called Dave talks often about the economics of enough. When is enough enough? For a lot of people, the answer to that is never. And that attitude towards wealth and possessions ends up robbing them of their contentment. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and it's great to be with you again as we step into this new year. Today we're going to be taking a look at your desires and your contentment from a different perspective. They say that love makes the world go round, but so far as I can see... It seems to be money these days that makes the world go round, or at least it certainly makes our economies tick over. In fact, it seems to me that economies, governments and people at large, ordinary punters like you and me, are addicted to conspicuous consumption, to fuel our own personal growth and wealth and status and luxury and and what other people think about us, not to mention fueling the holy grail of a prosperous nation, economic growth. I really don't think we even begin to realise how addicted many of us are to overconsumption. The next thing, the next dress, the next car, the next house, each one bigger and better and brighter and shinier than the last one. Noam Chomsky, whom I know some people consider to be a rabid left-wing critic, says something that really resonates with me as I look dispassionately at the multi-trillion dollar advertising industry that bombards me constantly with the exhortation to spend up big. He says this, All over the place, from the popular culture to the propaganda system, there is a constant pressure to make people feel that they're helpless, that that the only role they can have is to ratify decisions and to consume. Pretty much true, isn't it? Advertising puts its finger on your feelings of inadequacy in order to get you to purchase the thing that they say will make you feel adequate, even when that thing they're selling us may not be all that good for us. Heart-healthy margarine, when in fact it's more bad for us than it is good for us. Wrinkle cream. Come on, you women. Which one of you can resist the advertising line look 10 years younger in just 14 days? Analyse any advertisement, television, radio, print, billboard, and at its heart, it points out our sense of inadequacy and promises to deal with that problem to make us content, if only we'll part with our hard-earned cash. It's true. Now, am I saying that all consumption is bad? No. Am I saying that we should all be poor as church mice? No. But what I am saying is that in our yearning to feel satisfied, many people swallow this implicit lie that the advertising industry is telling them 
and they go looking for their satisfaction and their contentment in wealth and the things that it can buy, only to spend a fortune to discover that they're living a shallow life and there's simply no contentment in wealth. Well, let me save you some trouble. God's known that for rather a long time, and he's gone to the trouble of telling us that over and over again. Here it is through the words of one of God's servants, King Solomon, who was one of the richest and wisest men who's ever walked the planet. Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verses 10 and 11. The lover of money will not be satisfied with money, nor the lover of wealth with gain. This is also vanity. When goods increase, those who eat them increase. And what gain has their owner but to see them with his eyes? As an experienced practitioner in trying to satisfy myself with wealth, I can tell you that word from God's Bible is absolutely true. Now, I don't know where you're at, but I'm aware that many of the people listening today may not have a relationship with Jesus. So when I share something from the Bible, you're thinking, well, yes, so what? Fair enough. So let me share with you something that the great British journalist Bernard Levin wrote, and he's a man who's a professed atheist. Countries like ours are full of people who have all they desire and yet lead lives of quiet desperation, understanding nothing but the fact that there's a hole inside. And no matter how much food and drink we pour into it, however many motor cars and TVs we stuff it with, however many well-balanced children and loyal friends we parade around the edges of it, it aches. So many people relate to that paradox. The more we try to fill ourselves up, the emptier we feel. The more we consume, the less satisfied we are. So what are you consuming? What are you spending your money on? And how much does this desire to have have its dark tentacles wrapped around your heart with a vice-like grip that's robbing you of the contentment that God wants you to have? talking to a man, a farmer, just before Christmas last year, and he was telling me how grieved he was at the consumerism that he was surrounded with at Christmas. He and his family had decided not to give one another Christmas presents anymore because they had all they needed. They decided to give to those in need instead. If there's one thing that'll rob us of contentment faster than just about anything else, it's greed. And if there's one thing that'll set us free from that terrible malady faster than anything else, it's generosity. Letting things go, giving to those who need more than we do. I was quite shocked, actually, how prevalent is the exhortation in God's word to give generously. It's something that God tells us to do all the time. Not because he's in desperate need of our cash to fund his work, although that is how God funds his work on this earth, through his people but because he wants our hearts and he knows that our hearts are tethered firmly to our wallets and the way he sets us free from the discontentment of putting our hope and our trust and our desire in wealth is by getting us to part with it sacrificially. Have a listen to this. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 6 to 8. The point is this, writes Paul, the one who sows sparingly will reap sparingly and the one who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each of you must give as you have made up your mind, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to provide you with every blessing in abundance, so that by always having enough for everything, you may share abundantly in every good work. You see, God's plan is to set us free from this addiction to wealth, so that we can be content. 
the one thing that that farmer said to me that I think is going to stick with me for the rest of my life was this. He said, it gives me such joy to see other people get such great benefit out of what I'm able to give. So much more joy than if I kept it for myself or, or if I gave presents to my friends and family that they didn't really need. Bingo. He is right on the money, if you pardon the pun. There is a man whose heart is free from the love of money. There is a man who is set free from having to have the next thing, the next hit, the next short-term high from buying this or, or buying that. And that's what it's like when you're addicted to wealth. I speak here from first-hand experience because I very much used to be addicted to wealth. It's like the heroin addict looking for their next trick. Do you think, do you really think that you can be content with your life if you're always looking for the next hit. The love of money is ruining many a life. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 10. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. And in their eagerness to be rich, some have wandered away from their faith and pierced themselves with many pains. My friend, the love of money is going to tear you apart. And I know that there are some people listening to this, maybe you're one of them, who are squirming just a little at the moment, because you know that this word from God is for you today. It's exactly where you're at. If you are, you've just received God's word in the power of the Holy Spirit, and He, He is able to do anything in you and for you to set you free from your addiction to wealth and to stuff. Things that you couldn't possibly ever do for yourself. All you have to do is ask. its ups and downs, not to mention the fact that even when things are going well, our own foibles and failures have this amazing ability to rob us of the good things that God has planned. That's why living your best life, the life God always had planned for you, takes power, serious power. And that's why I'd love to send you a free copy of my latest life application booklet, Holy Spirit Power. And with the life application questions at the end of each chapter, you'll be able to chew things over to apply God's Word on power right into the realities of your life. His Word is alive and active. Amen. So I'm praying that He'll help you lay hold of the incredible power that He has ready and waiting for you, the power to be all that He made you to be through this particular booklet. You can request your free copy right now. Just stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send it straight out to you in the post. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1-300-722-415. Hey, thanks so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.